Um, so today's topic is a bit of a controversial one, um, but we just felt that it was a well-needed conversation. It's calling out churches. And our trending topic is billionaire pastors. So what do you guys think of that? Yeah, I was saying that, like, I don't know, like, do we think, like, pastors should be earning, like, that much if kind of their role is to serve others? Yeah, Mm. that's how I feel. Because when I've been, like, talking to my friends about capitalism and stuff like that and hoarding wealth, people have said, like, there's actually no need for you to have that amount of money and possessions when you know other people are struggling. Yeah. Like, we should ideally be living in a world where nobody is without, but the fact that people are without, like as Christians especially, like because Christianity is based on love, we shouldn't be trying to hold up things. It just doesn't yeah. make sense in my head. Yeah, I guess. But then I guess as a devil's advocate, like obviously like pastors are still human and still would I guess want nice things just as like everyone else would. Oh, and yeah. if it's like their only kind of source of income, is mm. it bad if that they enjoy the fruits of their labor? Like I, I don't know. Need to I'm a oh sorry. Oh, okay. I just feel like when it's overly flashy sometimes it's a bit much like I don't like Mm. when it seems almost as if you know like members of the congregation are looking at the pastor and other like I want I need to be like that because he's a man of God so Mm -hmm. I should have that amount of money Mm -hmm. too and it's like he's really driving a Maserati sports car and all of this it's a lot yeah I just think it's mad like if we're having fun working our lives after Jesus like, nobody's saying that you should go without shoe and without clothes. No one's saying mm. suffer. But, like, mm. he was humble. He didn't store up worldly possessions. And he, like, speaks about it all the time. About how, like, mm. it's not important. So, I'm like, so I'm a material girl. Like, I'm not saying don't enjoy material Like, <laughs> I like nice things. Like a choir. Don't actually kill me. Yeah, like, who doesn't like nice things? I'm yeah. not saying anybody shouldn't. Yeah. But if you think about, um, and shout out to my friends, um, particularly Danny and Vio for having this conversation with me. Um, luxury and the idea of luxury is built on the things being inaccessible to people, mm. to certain people. That's mm. why it's called luxury, because not everybody can own Balenciaga. Yeah. Everybody can own Gucci. Yeah. So <clears throat> when I think about some of these things, I'm a bit like, mm, is this really what we want to be? You know, I'm not saying the pastor shouldn't drive an ad. Oh my goodness, enjoy yourself and live well. But it's also like, are you doing that at the expense of your congregation? Like, are you looking out for your congregation? When somebody is coming yeah, in true. with a prayer request saying, I need a new car, are you putting, do you get? Yeah, I do get. Like, yeah and I feel like it depends on like also how the resources are being used yeah. in the church because if it's like the church is a well-running like massive church and like there's money in every kind of a ministry and if the pastor also has to, then it kind of makes sense because obviously mm. there's just a lot of money in that ministry mm. but if like the church is broken down Sunday school it's still using the same books from or however many years mm-hmm. ago but you're driving like a 22 plate yeah like then it's like so then all that money that's going to offering like where's it actually going yeah. Yeah. So I think that's when people are a bit like exactly. they're a bit yeah. exactly and you know how we always say like the um the church is the bride of Christ. Mm. How can you not make sure sis is not wearing the nicest dress? If the yes. church is the bride, no, but you know what I mean. I like, do. how can we not make sure that the church is like what you said you should do? Like, how can the church not be looking look after, yeah. But the pastor is enjoying like that's not 
that the priority, the meaning of church is church. It's not, yes, the people make the church, but we're here for God. So when people are doing more than that, I want to be frustrated. I want yeah, to... it's, 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 it's a textual still. Yeah. yeah. But obviously, as if they're, the, the name of the episode is called Calling Out Churches. You know, we got to call out. <laughs> so controversy that's been happening so obviously if someone said that this is the first time that different denominations of church have like been united over this one thing that happened if you don't already know so obviously there is a very well-known pastor i'm sorry i have to name quite this time michael todd who um was uh preaching i don't know what the what the sermon was i didn't listen to it, i'm not gonna lie but um something to do with the fact that like god's vision for you will not always be nice and he decided to, obviously we know he's a performative pastor, he likes using props. Um, so this time he uses his spits as a prop, and he now comes okay. to pour it on his brother like Jesus did with the mud and the blind man. Um, and obviously everyone was a bit, you know, outraged. I like the fact that he did it. He did apologize the next day. Whether that was for PR, who knows. But yeah, guys, what are your thoughts? Because me, I was shocked. Personally, I'm very glad that I did not see that. And I never want to see it. Yeah, that's basically the article on that. Um, I just think that we're in a pandemic. No, for real. I don't go around walking into the street because I think God will save me if a car comes. So I would not go around spitting on somebody's face because I hope I'm not going to catch COVID or something. So Mm, I don't care if you had like 50 negative lateral flows and PCRs. I'm just like... And also, it's also the thing—the fact that, like, it's not like he was trying to heal the guy on that was on stage. Thank you, thank you. It wasn't like if like, he, there wasn't a purpose to it. Yeah, like it's not yes. like it was needed. Like if it was like, oh, I'm healing this person. Mm. Even still, mm, I don't know. But like, at least there's something that's coming out of it. And even in the apology, because I remember I read, uh, I watched the apology. He was like, oh, like my brother was bold before I did it, and even after I did the thing, he's still bold. Like he was just making jokes <laughs> of the fact that, like, you know. I didn't even do anything. <laughs> like it didn't have, have any effect. So it's kind of just like but I don't if know. You knew, it didn't have any effect. So why? That's my thingy. So you're saying you did something needlessly. You're he's admitting to doing it needlessly then. Because how hard would so. it have been to buy like a mud face? You know they do like mud face washes. Yeah, 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 they do. Buy one of those and use that as the mud instead. Yeah, we use that it's as dirt. True. That would have been way more. Effective. Why speed? Why speed? This is what this is what I'm oh. saying. It was needless. If you're going to do something, let it have meaning. Mm. Exactly. And I feel like it kind of, like, Jesus's message, and I feel like, just like the Holy Spirit, I feel like it's impactful enough that you don't need to be doing our performatives just to get, like, attention. Yeah, and I honestly feel like that is our hope as Christians, you know, by doing that. But I don't want to be involved in anything like that. Nothing can do stuff like that no definitely definitely so i think maybe as like pastors because obviously you know they want to be relating and they want like people maybe younger people to get into church i feel like just uh, relax with the props man it's it's not every day you know what though he did a really nice demonstration before where he put um you know this thing where they have like a bucket and they'll put in the big rocks and then the medium rocks and the sand and all of that and they talk about how to fill up your life and the, like, you know, the analogy I'm talking about, that's nice. It's nice to have visual learning. Some of us learn really well from that, but all of this. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry. Like this whole shock factor, please. 
it's giving I'm just trying to go viral. Mm. And yeah. Yeah, defo, defo. Sorry. Don't know. But for me still. Is it, is it I'm guessing it's recent. Like you said she hasn't been recently, right? Yeah, literally last Sunday. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, literally last Sunday. So very, very new. God help us for real because God we need... bless me. I said, God bless me. <laughs> God, God help, help me. <laughs> God help me. <laughs> no, literally. Oh. One thing that I've noticed, um, and I've kind of noticed it in me more mm-hmm. than um I have like a general, mm-hmm. but some people like kind of put their passes on a pedestal and almost worship them. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel I feel weird. Like some people call their pastors daddy. And I was actually discussing this with some friends the other day. It's like, is it a cultural thing mm. or is it idolatry? Because some mm. people will be like, oh, I, I don't know. You know, like when, um, like Nigerians, for example, I'm saying Yoruba culture because that's where I've seen it. I don't want to speak to all, all cultures, mm-hmm. but um, like somebody, my parents will go to someone's house and see like one of their friends moms or dads and I'd be like oh mommy mom see because mm-hmm. that's just the way like, mm-hmm. things are mm-hmm. so I'm like mm, it could just be cultural but the way some of these I don't know you know what I mean the way yeah it's a real it's actually a sticky one you know it's a sticky I don't know. one oh sorry I was gonna say I feel like yeah from the outside looking in it just seems very like interesting maybe like because we're not in any churches that involve pulling their pastor study so we don't understand like the thing of it and maybe it's not actually that deep so like maybe like what you're saying is probably like a term of endearment which is why maybe that they they are comfortable saying it but it mm. just kind of seems a bit like i don't know like it doesn't sit right with me because that's how it is for me i'm just same i don't know like i'm thinking in the grand scheme of things is the actual issue them calling the pastor's daddy or is it the putting on the pedestal? I think, it's the putting, I think it's the putting them on a pedestal because even though, yeah, the whole daddy thing, like, it just doesn't sit well with me either. But I just think it gets dangerous when they, like, sometimes people idolise the pastor rather than God. Like, mm. it's what he says yeah. that matters and it's what he says that goes. Exactly. Well, like the church is preaching from the pastor's book and yeah. the Bible. Yeah, exactly. When I've seen that in churches, I've been like, oh, yes, yeah. some of these churches will be, oh. yeah, like it's basically like they're preaching not from the Bible, they're preaching from another person's interpretation of, of the, the Bible. Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's yeah. like, it's it's like the Bible as it is already has controversy around the way it was translated and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it collects from another book. I'm like, this is somebody else's interpretation? No thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. But obviously, yeah, maybe because, like, if we spoke to someone that was involved in that church and we could see, like, maybe what their perspective is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think from the outside looking in, it's just, like, we just, it's very, like, a lot of questions. We're just kind of, like, white. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. in some ways, I'm like, you undermine the heavenly father for this daddy? In the most respectful way. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but if if people still respect God, you know, because obviously mm-hmm. that's commandment that's commandment number one. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it like? Respect the Lord your God with all your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. love, yeah, as long as they're doing that, huh? It's love, not respect. <sighs> Ooh. 
someone need to go back to Bible school. It's fine. Never. They get the. They get the gist. They get the gist. Don't <laughs> I'm embarrassed on national yeah. TV. That's the one. That's the TV. Not the TV. Not the TV. <laughs> you can. You can. You can do commandment number one because I'm trying. <laughs> I'm oh, so we'll edit it out. You want us to edit? Oh, oh must edit out. Yeah. Oh anyway, gosh. okay. Yeah, just like it says in Commandment One, love the God, love the Lord God. We're going on now. Cook it around now. God can humble you. Don't say he can never be me. Can't be you. Don't kill me. He can humble anybody. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think about like the shady undertones of church culture? culture? So like judgmental aunties at church, like you know, when women get pregnant, I guess before marriage, or they look at how girls are dressed. Because I've definitely experienced it a couple of times, like. Um, I just think I've never even just felt the pressure when I was younger from my mom. Like, oh, you can't wear jeans. You know, like, you have no. to wear a skirt. You have to wear a skirt. Wait, for real? Yeah. yeah. I definitely experienced real. that when I was younger. No. Yeah, even... Yeah, even in the church I grew up with, like, the praise and worship team, they couldn't wear... I think I've said this before. They couldn't wear things that open their shoulders or they couldn't, mm. like, wear, like, earrings that were too, you know, and they couldn't, like, wear, like, skirts that were, like, you know, too short. Very, very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See what I don't like about a lot of these things, and this is where people have a critique of religion. Obviously, like I said, I don't see my relationship with God as religion. I see it as a relationship. Yeah. But this is where people have a lot of critique, because all this stuff we've spoken about is already focused at women. This yeah. is why people say that religion can be used to uphold misogyny. Because where's so many women? You're not told exactly. that a man that their trousers are too tight. Exactly. Like, like I don't like it. It's Literally. Or even like, for example, if a boy in the church gets the girl pregnant, the baby will be coming to the service, everything, everyone's mm-hmm. loving the baby. A girl gets pregnant and she's banished from the church and like yeah, well, it's been called like oh a slut or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's like they both did the exact same thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you know, it's it's that it's even the way people run to be judgmental and that's what annoys me because mm. Christianity is about love so like if anything go to the people in co- with compassion mm. like mm. that's the whole thing you're meant to do if somebody's pregnant shall be asking how you can help Bring yeah. your baby clothes and all that kind of stuff like obviously there's verses in the bible where it says like you should rebuke your brothers and sisters when they do stuff wrong and da, 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 da. but I'm like the first answer should be love always not um turn it off Mm, yeah, like I definitely don't feel like, especially in terms of the dressing and how we dress as well, I don't think someone should be nervous about how they dress for church because they're worried about how people are going to perceive them. Wow. I mean, that's crazy. Like, there's, there's so much focus on girls to not, you know, yeah. don't wear this, don't wear this, don't wear this. Nothing on boys. Nothing no, on boys to tell them not to be adulterous or to do them. And I think it's really bad sometimes because, like, you can start talking about certain, like, sexual things too early mm-hmm. and then children like then become super super aware that they'd be objectified it's just and that's it's true just you know because if you're telling like girls oh can't wear this can't wear that it actually does make them aware at a really early age that they can be objectified mm-hmm. and things like that yeah. obviously it's not to say that um 
children will never learn about these things. But I just think, you know, let them be children. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Definitely, especially for like first size names or people that you know. Like for me, I am like grew up like and puberty hit me very early so like obviously getting boobs and stuff like that mm. it meant that like if I even wore certain tops girls like mm. the women in church would be like oh you shouldn't be wearing this and stuff like that but it's like how I can't mm. help it like if my boobs are growing exactly. I don't like it puts blame on the child for existing yeah, definitely it sort of blames on why you why why do you have predator uncles in church mm-hmm. and also like as as the black community a lot of people are are like full body we have shape Mm-hmm. That's mm. a characteristic of a lot of black people. Yeah. So, mm. like, why are you gonna? Chantal, there was that TikTok you mentioned. Oh, the video. <laughs> yes, of that auntie. Um, for those that haven't mm. seen it, there was an auntie. There was a video trending. I feel like it's not been too long now. Probably a couple of weeks. Um, an African auntie was in church, basically telling the congregation that they can't do their hair in certain ways. I think there was also one about makeup. Um. And I do think there was one about clothing as well, but it was mainly hair. And I just thought, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just those sort of videos, I genuinely, I don't know, I struggle to take them serious. I'll be so honest. Yeah, because she was saying stuff like, also, do you wear your hair in braid, <laughs> in lock? I'm like, you're saying this with such vim. Mm. What does the Bible say? Yeah. Mm. No, mm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And it's always, and guess what gender is always related to? Yeah. Yeah. It's annoying. That's what I said. It's, it's misogynistic. Because it wasn't that talking about alone. guys with locks. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. A lot of the facts that the stuff is aimed towards women mm-hmm. as women can like paint them as, as like them being at fault. When yeah. they experience sexual assault and stuff like that, which is just horrible, and that's another thing that Jeff told me. Hmm. Yeah, that's another. That's a whole another episode that needs its own proper analysis. Yeah. Um. And discussion. Yeah. But yeah, like check out our misogynoir episode. What would like to that was yeah, really good. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. Um. And speaking of, so obviously we've spoken about calling out churches in terms of like the pastors and like maybe the aunties or like the older generation of the church. Now, in terms of maybe our generation or like friendships, mm-hmm. how do you feel about certain like cliques in the church? Have you ever kind of been to a church where it's kind of like everyone has their own people and it's kind of hard to fit in, if that makes sense? Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, that was a PTSD moment because the church I was in when I was younger like they very much had their groups and they were oh, not trying you've to mention me. this before yeah oh, they were yeah. not trying to let me in and to this day i've not been back to that church like maybe i've been like once or twice but i don't really like going mm. because i've got in my head that i'm gonna go and no one there's gonna try and talk to me so like when i'd go for like the church's like trips away and stuff like that mm. i would have maybe one two people but they weren't even trying to talk to me I was like, oh, okay. That's, that's so good. sad. Yeah. 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 It's 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 difficult because it's like obviously, especially when you're new to like already newly established church where like everyone mm. has their own people, it's hard even as the people to kind of maybe bring someone in, but like it makes all the difference like involving someone. Cause I remember actually mm. quite hearing about even um 
a Bible study that like we've all been to, obviously trying to, you know, not be it. But mm-hmm. there was a person that came to that Bible study and they felt like they couldn't fit in because everyone, like there was just already clicks in the church that they couldn't, um, yeah, yeah like they didn't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I just felt it was really, really sad because it's like, yeah. obviously we're meant to be welcoming and things. And obviously, you know, human error, we're not always perfect. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, like being like yeah the whole like associating people feeling like loneliness when they're meant to be in like a presence of god where there's mm. like meant to be community and stuff yeah. so i think yeah we need to make more of an effort in order to bring people that aren't normally in church and involve them more yeah because yeah. it can definitely put people off like what simone has said earlier it's like it'll put you off even burning others it's not even just that specific one because you just think mm-hmm. yeah i'm not going to be able to fit in it gives like a school yeah. vibe which is not nice yeah literally Literally, like, I'm glad it didn't put me off, but it really easily could have. Like, and it's so annoying because it's like, like you said, that's the one place where you're like, no judgment, no this, Mm. no that. But yeah, like, the church is made of humans and humans don't always get it right. But Mm. I really hope that that's something that we aim to do. Like, there's, it reminds me of this verse Mm. in Ephesians, I think it's Ephesians 4, 32. Mm. And it says, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. And it's just this thing of, like, God expects us to be kind. Like yeah. I say, that's what Christianity is about. It's about love. So when we're getting these things wrong, I'm like, this is the, these are the fundamentals of what we stand for as Christians. So mm. these are things we should be getting right. But, yeah, I think we definitely need to pay more attention to that. Like, us as churchgoers, but also, like, churches themselves yeah. to make sure those are things that they're doing. Okay, so the last thing that I want to talk about today is legalism. Mm. And um, for those of you who don't know, in a general sense, legalism is when you excessively adhere to like a law formula. So like when you're at work, you stick every single rule at work, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that, or at school. Um, But when it comes to Christianity, legalism is the idea that people doing what it says in the Bible, like adhering by the rules in the Bible, being obedient to God, affects their salvation. Okay. So, like, people believe that maybe if they lie about something, they lose their salvation. Mm. You know, that kind of thing. That's just a small, small example. There are big, there are much bigger examples. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there are people that genuinely believe that. And the people that believe that also like just by proxy just by nature of of believing that your works are what are equal to your salvation also believe that works are more powerful than grace because remember we have grace given to us by god mm-hmm. like god allows us you know he, he knows that we're humans and he knows that we that we have faults and that we're born with sin in our heart yeah so like we have grace given to us. We don't have, there's nothing that we can do to earn that. There's nothing that we can do to have it taken off. Well, not nothing. There is that one unforgivable, quote unquote, it's called the unforgivable. Which thing. is unbelief. Yeah, it's, so it's literally so, like, it's like, well, if you don't believe anyway, so. That's the make, because yeah. the thing is, it's like, in order to gain your salvation in the first place, it's obviously like believing that believe. Jesus is your, yeah, John 3.16. Yeah. So yeah. the only way that you can remove it is if you don't believe, which mm-hmm. is why it's called the unfor- you unbelieve. So yeah. Okay. that's yeah. a whole thing. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, that one is even chile. That's another <laughs> one to unpack for another time because I've had conversations with people with that. But um, yeah, that's basically 
the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've actually realised there are a lot of Christians who do believe in works over grace, and that's why now, like, more than asking people about denominations or anything like that, I'm always wondering, like, are you somebody who believes in finished works? Finished works are like, God has done it. He's died on the cross for you. He's done it. That's our salvation. Mm. That's it. Because a lot of people are still trying to earn things from God that we can. We don't deserve anything God gives us. So trying to earn it is just like, why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. I feel I like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people's motivation for like serving or doing good things in church is off the basis that like it's going to grant me better things but instead of instead of serving from a place of i've already got these things and and it's a privilege for me to yeah and it's like my almost like my total of appreciation exactly yeah your way of giving back instead of your way of impressing impressing putting in yeah exactly yeah yeah so um yeah i definitely think it's i almost can't really blame people that maybe still have that mindset because me i i was brought up in well in certain churches brought up in the fact that like the better I do the more that God will see me and the more that God will love me and the more that like mm. increases my chance of being to heaven and it's a very common thing and it's you know a lot of churches they scaremonger they like to do that whole you know mm-hmm. get right with God otherwise thingy so I think and it's it's and it works like it's a good way to get yeah. people into church it doesn't mean that they stay there but it's a good way for them to get there in the first place mm-hmm. so I think that's why people tend to use that but I think when you do kind of go into I feel like, have we had an episode on this? If not, we should um, go into the fact that, like, there's nothing that you can do to separate your yourself away from God. Yeah. And the fact that as soon as you have made that active decision that I do believe that God has done what he has done for me, it's like, just live and accept it. Like, that's all you yeah. need to do. I think people are over um, complicated and over saying, no, but then yeah. it needs to be, you still have to do this. And it's like, so then are you like, um, kind of underwhelming what Christ did in the first place mm. because you still feel like you've got to do more in order for God to like you. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, I get why people think that. I, I feel like people, yeah. um, they kind of, like, confuse it for, I guess because in normal society, people want to impress, people want to, you know, it's normally when you impress someone, it gets benefits in some way. Like, they forget that mm. God, like, it's okay. Like, with religion, it's different like Mm. we've already been forgiven we've already like you know god's already seen us in a different light we don't need to prove ourselves to him to Mm. that exactly Exactly. Exactly. so yeah Yeah. sorry that's beautiful both of you are just y'all spinning love this we spinning Um, but obviously that's (laughs) Well, obviously, what did you just gave her before, you know, the, the Christians come for us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not an excuse. When I said spitting, I just thought of my toilet. Let me go. <laughs> yeah, anyway. No more spitting analogies. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh-huh. but I think it's the place yeah. that you're doing it from. And also, I feel like I've learned as well, like, I think sometimes, like, God gives us obviously all these things that we should obey by, and sometimes we're like, oh, but why do we do it? Though? But I feel like God always has our best interests in heart. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like sometimes it may mm-hmm. feel that, like, but why am I doing it? This is so off-tangent to the episode. But anyways, I've heard you speak about it. Like, why, no, 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 like, it's true. Yeah. yeah, 
like why I should do it and things like that but it like you realize like through life that there's a reason why God tells you to do these things mm-hmm. um and I think as well like the way you see your relationship with God like if you see God as like a father yeah. like a, like a father will tell you to not put your hands in fire because it's gonna burn Mm-hmm. like is that, I feel like that's kind of how God is it's like not mm-hmm. only because it's like you should do what I say but also because if you do do that mm-hmm. there are consequences to it Those and not, not here exactly we'll feel yeah. exactly so I think yeah yeah that's yeah, yeah that so, it's so true like um um just to link it back into the episode there are mm-hmm. a lot of churches that will um use legalism and people who adhere to legalism to like trap them in the church mm. or to like make them work for the church without anything in return mm. and it's just like I just hate to see it you know like you're making people think oh so if they can't attend to this church service or if they can't help out then mm. a lot, God loves them less which is just that's a lot you know it's horrible like, yeah so many people have had experiences like that mm-hmm. which is crazy mm. And even linking into what you guys said before, like about how we can never be separated from the love of God. I think it's in Romans somewhere. Um, he also yeah, says like, I think that I don't know if it's the same verse, but where he speaks about like when you go to the bottom of the sea, God is there. When you go to the highest point, in earth, God, like you literally can't be separated from Him. So anybody trying to tell you that not doing X and Y is going to pull you further away, like it's only us who move from God. Well, yeah, can't yeah. even technically move from God, but like God doesn't move from us. But even we. So, ah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I love how this just comes full circle. It's I know, literally. <laughs> Look at us. Full Who would have thought? So yeah, as usual, we're gonna end with today's truth, and our truth for today is never project the nature of man onto the character of God. Yeah, which I think is honestly a quote that we should definitely live by. To be honest, I feel like. Yeah, we should never ever project the nature of man onto the character of God because man and God totally different. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think we also limit God when we do that. Like sometimes we think, oh, well, God can't do that because the yeah. is not possible. And it's like, well, God isn't human, so what's yeah. possible mm. for us is not possible for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with y'all. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> oh, that was a nice way to end. But I agree. I concur. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Anyway, we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We pray that we will stay consistent. Amen. Amen. See you guys. Thank you guys.